Welcome to the midweek mini episode. So what's the fastest way to get out of scarcity? This is something that I have grappled with for years. And it's something that I've talked to many, many people about. You know, there's a lot of research. Carol Dweck has written a great book called Mindset about uh, fixed versus growth mindset. There's a lot of research that's out there about the fixed mindset and the growth mindset and that you can actually shift from one to the other. But one of the main principles of a fixed mindset is that it's very scarcity-based. And we we have scarcity when it comes to things like connection, when it comes to things like financial abundance or being able to actively pursue our dreams and our ambitions. We have scarcity when it comes to uh, what we believe the future holds for us. Or we have scarcity when it comes to sex and intimacy within our relationship. And so scarcity can show up in a multitude of ways. And one of the one of the most important things that I've seen when it comes to scarcity, uh, I actually witnessed this the other day. I'm going to give you a, a really brief example, and it's something that I that I really struck me. The other day, about a month ago, my wife Vienna and I launched uh, a seven day relationship reset, and we had over ten thousand people sign up for this reset. It was free content and we were just giving it away and we said, hey, you know, here's here's some of the basic pillars. Please, you know, go through this with us and and do whatever you can in 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 whatever time it takes you to do that. And the response was great. It was absolutely amazing. We had a ton of people, you know, share it and go along on the journey and they, you know, loved it and were reaching out to us and like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. This is such powerful work. This is changing, you know, my relationship to my husband or my relationship to my wife or my my relationship to myself. This is radically changing the way that I see love and intimacy in relationships. We, at the very end of it, said, hey, you know, we've been building this program together. It's a six-week program. And for whoever wants to join us, here's your chance. If you've been, if you've been wanting to work with us more uh, in, a, in a more intimate way uh, and, and you've been wanting to learn from us about really great loving, great relationships because we, we really try and live this methodology. We really try and embody this intimacy that we talk about. And so we said, you know, if you want to learn more, dive into this course with us. And there's a really incredible response. Uh, Lots of people, you know, hundreds of people ended up joining us, which is wonderful. Um, But there were a few, we got, my my wife got an email. And at, at first it was really interesting because the email, without reading you exactly what it said, the email went something like this. I have been following you for years. Your posts on Instagram have saved my life, saved me from uh, depression, saved me from harm, pulled me out of hurtful relationships, and I have the deepest respect for you and the work that you do. I did the seven-day reset, and it was incredible. But you have released this course and now you're trying to charge me uh, for doing your program and working with you. And I can't believe that you would do such a thing. I can't believe that you would try and charge me and the people that follow you 
for your services. And I remember reading the email and thinking to myself, what a shame, what an absolute shame that this person's scarcity mindset and fear-based mindset has completely taken root in how they see the world. Not, not because they didn't want to join the course. That's, I, that's not the point, right? Not, not because they were uh, not wanting to participate. That has nothing to do with it. Whether or not they, they join us for the course is not the point. The, the main point is that this person's scarcity mindset looked at what my wife and I were producing, looked at the fact that we are living with purpose, that we are living with a depth of love in our relationship that, that just uh, comes out in the work that we do. Uh, that she looked that this person looked at uh and i actually don't remember if it was a, a man or a woman um because i don't remember their name <laughs> but they looked at they looked at what we were building and producing and they said you've given me so much free content for years and it's radically changed my life but the moment that that you want to make a living off of being of service to others is the moment that I am going to peace out and how tragic that actually is and how scarce of a mindset we must have when we look at people in the world who are living with purpose, who are living embodiments of everything that we hope to be. And we look at them and we say, shame on you. Shame on you for living your dream Shame on you for living your purpose. Shame on you for being madly in love. And shame on you for profiting, for being able to support yourself and your family off of doing what you love. Isn't that the truest form of artistry? Isn't that the truest form of artistry? To be an artist is to do what you fundamentally love in the world. And to do it with all of your heart and soul and to live, live that artistry and to bring that artistry forward into the world so that others can benefit, so that others can feel connected or heal or feel more seen in some way or live with a, a more profound sense of expression or overcome the obstacles of oppression or repression within themselves or from society. And to look at other people and say, shame on you for making a living off of doing what you love. I am not going to support you anymore. And I thought, isn't that the ultimate form of scarcity? To see abundance staring you straight in the face, to see purpose staring you straight in the face, and to shame it. <laughs> to shame the purpose, to shame the abundance is the literal definition, is the epitome and the epitomization of scarcity. Talk about a lack of abundance and talk about a lack of self-worth. Like, and, and we all do this, right? We all have a certain version of this that we get pissed off because we see people living their version of their best life, happy, maybe traveling the world. They're making money off of their passion, 
They're literally, uh, that's the definition of artistry. They are making money off of their passion. I do that. And, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I get to make a living helping men have better sex, have better relationships, build the businesses of their dreams. I get to help women do the same thing, embody more of their passions. I get to help women communicate more effectively with the men in their life, raise better sons and daughters, have more connected, profound careers. That's that's what I do. And I get paid to do it. And that is abundance. And I feel abundant doing it. And I feel like that is my creative artistic expression because the vehicle in which that I do it in is healing people and helping them smash through the shitty limitations and critical beliefs that they have put on themselves for years. And that is an art form. And so for someone to look at that and and say, shame on you for charging money for that, is unfortunately an immense form of scarcity. Because the healers of this world are artists. They are no different than a painter. They are no different than uh, someone who's creating music. They, they are working with the soul. They are working with the minds of people that have been abandoned. They're working with the hearts of people that have been abused and setting them free. They are working with the, the intuition that has been bypassed and forgotten about for years because of fear. And so this for me was such a a profound moment to be able to see this example. Because you see, scarcity looks at others' abundance and it says, screw you for having that. It looks at people who are living with purpose and supporting themselves with that purpose and that passion. And it says, how dare you do that? It looks at the artist who might live a different lifestyle from them and have different goals and ambition and whose lifestyle looks differently from theirs. And it says, what a waste of a life. But that artist (laughs) painting and creating music and dancing uh, or building a business because entrepreneurship can be its own form of artistry. It looks at them and it says, how dare you do that? Or what a waste of a life. Abundance, on the other hand, celebrates those who are in line with abundance. It looks at people who are using their gifts. Because here's the thing. Artistry is just using your gift, whatever that might be. Whether that is the gift of creating music or the gift of building infrastructure within a business or the gift of being able to understand numbers, which is not my gift. (laughs) Being able to use those numbers in such a way that that can help people with things like their taxes. So we all have a gift. And when we use that gift and we bring it to the world, we are in alignment with abundance because we are in alignment with creation and we are creators. And when we start to create and use our gifts, we are artists, regardless of what form it shows up in. Regardless of whether you are an artist, like I know some amazing chefs. One of the one of the guys that's in uh, one, the mastermind that I run, he's an amazing chef. He is an artist. He is using his gift, and 
And no one would look at him and think, how dare you do that? How dare you charge money for this service? I mean, maybe somebody would. Maybe someone would look at the food and say, how dare you charge this much for, <laughs> for that food? <laughs> that might happen for sure. I, you know, I've noticed scarcity within myself when I've gone to a restaurant and, and thought to myself, holy crap, this is so expensive. How could you charge me that? Um, but that's what the artist thought it was worth, right? So scarcity is always trying to reinforce itself, much like fear. And and when it sees others succeed, it lashes out, it judges, it criticizes, and it tries to attack. Abundance, however, celebrates itself when it sees itself. It reinforces itself in a positive, more optimistic direction. It says, yes, I see you using your gift. I see you creating. It doesn't have to be in the form of art or painting or whatever it is. I can see your gift. It's like if anyone has has met Melina, who is my director, I call her the director of everything that has to do with man talks. She has an incredible gift and it's a gift that I don't have, but it's a gift around operations and organization. And, and she is able to do things that allow me to use my gift, just like my wife, Vienna. She's got an amazing gift and it's far different from mine. But when I see those gifts in people, I am left with nothing but celebration and gratitude and appreciation because abundance is always win-win. Abundance is not you're winning and therefore I might have a chance of losing. That's scarcity. Scarcity is win-lose. And it tries to create lose-lose because it thinks that it's always on the losing end. And so when we look out at the world and we feel scarcity in some way, we feel scarcity in some way, the fastest way, the fastest way out of that is to celebrate, celebrate where our scarcity is trying to diminish. For us to move into a place of appreciating someone else's greatness, someone else's gift, someone else's creation, someone else's artistry. It doesn't mean that we have to pay for it. It doesn't mean that we have to buy it or invest in it but we can surely celebrate it. Our, our celebration of it might be to uh, invest in it and to take part in it and to take part in their artistry and to learn about their genius and to learn about what their gift has to offer. So the fastest way out of scarcity is to see where we are feeling that scarcity, to feel the judgment of scarcity and to tune into where our scarcity loves to show up. My scarcity used to love to show up around money and finance. And it used to love to look at people that had financial abundance and judge the crap out of them and be so, uh, so critical. You know, I had this story of like people that have money, sure, they have money, but they're probably bad people. You know, it was like, sure, they have abundance, but they're probably not good people. And it was me, it was my scarcity getting to be morally superior to them in some way. It's like, yeah, but I'm a better person than they are. It's like, no, no, I'm not in that moment. In that moment, I'm letting scarcity run the show. And so the fastest way is to notice that story and that narrative and that judgment and to flip the script, to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to celebrate that person. I'm going to look for their gift. I'm going to look for what they create. I'm going to look for what their artistry is. And I'm going to celebrate that. 
And I'm going to allow myself to move into a space of abundance and understanding that they are using their gift to create abundance for themselves, that they are using their gift to create art for the people around them, for the world. And when I celebrate those people, they, are, they become not a threat to me. And it's a win-win situation because before that, most of the time, they don't even know that they're a threat. They don't even know that they are creating scarcity. That's us. We're creating that. We're creating the scarcity. The scarcity happens within our minds. And so we need to move into a space of gratitude and appreciation. And that naturally moves us into a space of abundance. And we have to practice this. Scarcity is a scarcity mindset is a practice that we have unconsciously embarked on. And we've just never actively chosen to walk in a different direction. And so if you want to move into abundance, my challenge for you for the next few days is to actively notice where your mind is judging other people's gifts, creations, and artistry. Whether it's their business, whether it's their relationship, whether it's how they make money, whether it's how, how they love, and choose to move yourself into a space of appreciating and recognizing them. And maybe that means that you reach out and you say, hey, I really admire what you've built. And I noticed this about myself. And I just wanted to call it out. I just wanted to say thank you to you for everything that you've built because I admire it. And, and it really gives me hope that I'll be able to use my gift in a more, in a more impactive way where I will become the artist in my life. I will become the creator of abundance in some capacity. So that's my challenge for you. Please share this episode with more than one person. You know, normally I say, please share this episode with just one person. Uh, But today, I want you to share this episode with as many people as you possibly can. I want you to get this message out into the world. It is time for us to move through scarcity because scarcity is causing so much uh, pain and destruction and it's within ourselves, within our families, within our work environments. And it, it, it's, it's not a simple process. It requires practice. Um, but the, the actual act is simple, but it requires practice and time. So share this with as many people as you feel comfortable with and uh, share it on social media. Make sure you tag me at Man Talks. Let me know if this resonated with you. And uh, let me know if there's anything else that you would uh, want me to dive into around this topic. So thank you so much for tuning in. And until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.